Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Ford FX helps students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, let's go, stinking genius. Yeah, let's go, let's go. We are my, not getting the help our college football teams need tonight. No, my dream is getting crushed, Chris. It's over. It's getting crushed now. Man. But you had accepted it. You had accepted it. Hey, welcome in to the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Now, on this Black Friday, we will get to the Miami Dolphins win over the New York Jets. But Arnie needs an Oregon State win and then an Arizona win tomorrow to oh, clinch the Arizona spot in the win, final. That's a done deal. We'll beat them like a drum. We It was 14-7. We were going to go into halftime 14-7 and get the ball to start the we, second half. We were, we were right there. Right we, there, Chris. Can you name the Oregon State starting quarterback? Uh, yeah, Uyagale. <laughs> Close enough. Um, yeah, you were in good shape. And then Oregon did what Oregon does. It's a big play, and it's 21-7 at the half. It's over. It's over. I, I need for Oklahoma to get to the Big 12 championship game. I don't necessarily need it, but it would have added another option for Texas Tech to beat Texas. Yeah, that's not happening. Texas lost its best wide receiver. It looks scary. Xavier uh. Worthy. Uh, and by the way, probable first-round pick. If and he's coming out, but it's thirty-three to seven now in the start of the third quarter. You just heard DeSager. Texas took the opening kick to start the second half back for a touchdown, and the party is on on the forty acres. So now, Arnie, this was the only way. Well, and again, we still have half to go. Right, but this is the only way you can get in. Right, there's no other scenarios. This Oregon. Is it. Okay, nope. all right. This is it. Sorry. I got to hope that Oregon State makes a second half comeback, you know, takes the opening kickoff or the second half kickoff, scores a touchdown, makes it 21-14 and somehow gets a turnover or something like that. I, I got to pray for something like that, Chris. And as an Oklahoma fan with uh, the Sooners now watching Texas win, Texas is going to clinch a spot in next week's Big 12 championship game in Arlington. All we need, Arnie, all we need is for 5-7 and seven BYU to beat Oklahoma State. That's all we need. That's it. But it was yeah. a fun run. What a season. What a day. Can you believe this is the last regular season weekend of college football already? I don't want it to end with the year that Arizona's having. I just want it to go on and on and on. And oh man, I, it's and we may lose our coach. I'm getting all teary eyed. Um, it's 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 tough. But uh, I'm still I'm still praying for a second half Oregon State comeback. Well, what if, okay, here's a scenario. You're praying for the second half Oregon State comeback, 
But what if your coach leaves after this week and to take another job? Then who's going to coach in the ball? Are you set up with your staff? Because I know you don't care about coordinators or coaches, but uh, do, do you think you'd be okay? One. Oh, you yeah. care about this one all yeah, of a sudden? One. I don't want this one to go. What's wrong with you? The Oregon State's losing their head coach, right? Yeah, it's apparently the hot rumor that Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Smith, the Beavers head coach, is going to be on his way to Michigan State, which, again, I know all the disasters around Michigan State. Still a better job than Oregon State. Right. You have a conference home. You've got good NIL and – uh, they're going to love you when you have a little bit of success there. So I can't blame him if that's going to be his gig. Hey, well, I, are you surprised at how quiet it's been around the Texas A&M job? I, I thought there'd be big names galore that'll be rumored for it. I didn't think they would hire anybody by now, but I thought there'd be more rumors and more innuendos yeah. and, and more, hey, look at this guy here and this guy wants the job and this guy says he doesn't want the job, but so far nothing, to be honest. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and quit bearing the lead here, Arnie. Because you know I'm a firm believer that any day with football is a good day. Yes. But these last 48 hours of football, oh my gosh. I mean, we just we need something. Something competitive. Something worthwhile. Uh, started out hot yesterday with a Green Bay win over Detroit, but in all honesty, that was never really that close of a football game. Yeah, but it was an upset, though. So it was a more than a touchdown upset. It doesn't make a difference. You would have called that a good game. No, I didn't call it a great game. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yes, it's an upset. Upsets can be terrible. I'm trying to be on your team here. You're (laughs) Mr. Grinch about football and can't wait until you have to turn it on to, I don't even know, Dateline or whatever. But for this this glorious moment of football, faith, football, and turkey. I don't know if I got the order right there, but for some, choose. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. Family in there somewhere, too. And the football's just been terrible so has, far this it weekend. Has. It has. You know, the Cowboys just ran away with it in the fourth. And um, that San Francisco-Seattle game was so much un- unwatchable. You're just, yeah. You just have it out in the background because it's, it's Thanksgiving. So but bad. Yeah, not, not a good game either. And the, the, the Miami Jet game, I was even bored. Now I'm a big Miami <laughs> fan. I was born with it. You know what I mean, Chris? Well, let's hit it. We haven't talked about it yet as we welcome you into this Friday night on Fox Sports Radio where we do have... We do have some big-time guests that are going to be joining us later on in the program. Matt Verderam will join us. He is uh, with Sports Illustrated now. Uh, Arnie and I talked to him quite a bit on Sunday nights, but it's been a minute, so it'll be fun to catch back up with Matt Verderam. And as always, we'll hang out with our buddy Todd Furman. Nice. But what'd you take away from 34-13 today? That's your boys. That's your Dolphins. They're 8-3 and three now. Nothing overly jaw-dropping. You lose Jalen Phillips, one of your best defensive players. Yeah, that so that hurts. Yeah, that injuries, hurts. injuries mount up, but what you take away from a ho-hum kind of a day? Yeah, I, the, the injuries hurt. That kind of sucked out there. I saw when Tyreek Hill went down with the uh, foot problem. I'm like, okay, season over. So that kind of uh, upset me. Thank goodness he came on back. When it was 10-6, I thought it was going to be like that at halftime until Miami had the kick or the uh, interception return for a touchdown. Um, I wasn't happy. It always seems like crazy things like that happen to Miami, like in the New England game on the kickoff of the last play and stuff. So, I mean, it was it was a, a nutty play. Miami had the two with the pick six. How terrible is that when you're up ten nothing and you let them get back in the game with doing something like that? It was it was a sloppy win. I'm not liking the way Miami's played the last couple of weeks, but I can't complain. That they're eight and three right now. They got a two game lead in the East. And hopefully they'll they'll continue to get better, but it, it was a sloppy win. You're trying to tell me you don't subscribe to the just win baby theory? No, because I want to I want to win a Super Bowl. That's the that's the you know the the goal here, not just go ahead and win the division and get into the playoffs or win a playoff game. It's about winning the Super Bowl. That's what I want to see the Dolphins doing. They play like this, they're not beating anybody in the playoffs. So can I just push back slightly here? Yeah, go ahead. You're knocking out the teams that you're supposed to knock out. I mean, it's not like anything is happening in these games that are showing you're a bad football team. You haven't beaten a team with a winning record yet, but what can you do? Beat the teams that are in front of you. Right, you've, right, you've, right. So I, as long as Tua is healthy and as long as Tyreek Hill is healthy, which it kind of looks like he is, right. I feel really good about things for your guys. And this has been a hard 180 for me because I love to see you in misery. Not because I don't <laughs> like you, because you're so arrogant about your teams when they just have the slightest bit of success. I didn't like the pick the pick six, though, by Tua. That Who did? Me. Yeah. Who does? But if that's the one mistake he makes during the day and you still win by three scores, 
you got to feel good about it. Which, by the way, though, I do understand this because I think the New York Jets might be the worst football team I've ever seen put together that everyone crammed down my throat telling me was ready to take that next step. I know. Is it disgusting or what? It really is. That they're just Their offense is about as pathetic as they come. I, I was never worried. I mean, the, the fact they were they picked up a first down made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> it was horrible, Chris. It really was, well, man. Okay, here's the thing. I understand. I completely and totally understand, Arnie. Aaron Rodgers went out. He got hurt. That was that was their plan in 2023 and beyond, right? And he goes down. But here's what I hate. Here's what I hate is whenever I have all these experts, all these, I don't know, I've got to come up with a better term than like cleat chasers, but it's the guys in the report that, in the reporting world that carry the weight for front office guys because they give them information and tell them stuff. Right. And all I heard about the Jets, Arnie, is, well, that's a roster. That's a roster now that, you know, is, is, is really – and that's a defense. That's a defense that is really, really good, and it might not matter. Oh, Zach Wilson completed a pass. Look, I, I just feel like – I don't know. I feel like we have given them a pass through a majority of this season because of Aaron Rodgers. What would when the yet, record all be? I heard about was the greatness of their roster that they put together. What would the record be if they had Aaron Rodgers healthy and he was playing right now? What do you what do you Because right now they're 4-7. and seven. Uh, You don't think they'd be 4-7 and seven with Rodgers, do you? Why not? Ooh. Why not? What have they done the last few weeks defensively that would make you believe that outside of the Raiders game and the Raiders stink? I mean, they might win that game. I'll give them four and seven. So that'd be five. Again, five carry the one, five, five and six. Five and I don't, six. Maybe like a six and five football team. Big difference maybe. between that and four and seven, that's for sure. I mean, is it? Would, yeah. would they be talking foot soup? Is that a Super Bowl defense? It's a pretty damn good defense. At least we thought it was coming in. No, you, no S, Arnie. That's what I'm talking about. Know, I, we've I been know. told in, incessantly how great the defense is, and I feel like it's sporadic. Now, I don't blame him, man. I'd get angry if if my offense was constantly doing that to me, right? But, I mean, this is – I, I wouldn't be surprised if they fired Robert Sala after the season. Oh, you know, there's always talk. We were we brought that up last night when I was filling on in. I didn't really think at the beginning of the year that he was coaching for his job, and then now as the season is going along, I may have to agree with you, man. I've done kind of like a 180 on this. I'm like, how many wins does he have to get? Or at least they have to be consistent offensively. Like I said, they're just putrid out there. I don't know what he has to do to save his job. They may already decide they want to go in a different direction. How big of a loss is Phillips in your opinion? Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? I mean, did you see? Did you see the video of the injury? Yes. Are you kidding me? It's the first thing I looked for whenever I was watching the highlights. I'm a terrible person. That, I'm just going to be so, honest with you. That's so horrible, Chris. It really. I mean, not, not not that you look for it. It's just looking at the video. You're like, oh no, and you can see it as as plain as they. I would never have noticed if they don't slow it down and slow mo for you. <laughs> so you. I mean, some of the videos like slow down and they circle it in red and. They show you where to look and stuff like that. It really looks painful. You know what I mean? Now, look right here. This is the moment where you can see the Achilles snap, yes. right? It's like, oh. Thank you very much. Jeez. But what has your team done this year? They've overcome <sighs> adversity. You're 8-3. and three. As you mentioned, you got four now. Uh, well, it's, it, it is a two-game lead over the Buffalo Bills. You're in good shape. I think you should be on cloud nine. No, we are good. Show. We're gonna. We just clinched the division. The well, division's ours. That's that's pretty much a done deal. So pretty much forget about that. And not only that, you want the kicker. Not only is my ahead. Arizona. Not only is my Arizona Wildcats uh, doing great. I still hope that they get into the Pac-12 championship. Not only are my Dolphins going to the Super Bowl. Did my Knicks just win the championship? Yeah, I think we did this last year early in the season. Don't no, do no, this no, to no. yourself. Didn't we win the in-group championship thing, or is that not? I don't know if that's going. Didn't we win something? This was part of that. You're the Knicks thing. fan that's telling me about this, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> you act like I've spent any portion of my day today. The most NBA I've had today was hearing Rob Parker and Andy Furman complain about not knowing the rules of the play-in tournament. That was the extent. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to. No, I know that was the extent just, of my NBA yeah. information. I'm, I'm leaning on to Sager and I guess you now because I didn't see one damn NBA note on your Roman numerals. No, so no, go no, ahead yeah. and bring it up. No, no, I, I was just kidding. Rob, <laughs> they won. They had a good from come from behind victory against Miami, and they were. 
uh, celebrating. I'm like, oh, did we win the play-in tournament or something like that? I don't know. No. Yeah. We're not even – we already lost like one or two games. Yeah, it's – we got a little ways to go on that right now. I think so. A little ways to go. No, no, we do. We do. Everybody calm down. We got a little ways to go on that. But I will add, I will add – I'm actually one of those people that actually likes the in-season tournament. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I don't know why. Well, A, the Lakers are good in it, and they're not good in anything else. And right, right. B, I don't know. Maybe I'm like a 12-year-old. I like the different colored courts. But regardless, <laughs> DeSager's here tonight to keep you up to date on the NBA and what's going on. All right. We got a bevy of college football games going on. None of them are necessarily close. But as we're at halftime, Arnie's Arizona Wildcats still very much alive for a spot in the Pac-12 championship game. But... They'll need a comeback from Oregon State here in the second half. We'll keep tabs on that. Plus, uh, let's go all in when we come back on what we did learn from not just Thanksgiving football, but the first ever Black Friday football game. I don't want to say in the history of the NFL, but let's just say it's been a minute. Sarnian Plankin for Jason and Mike brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, welcome back. Sarney and Plank on a Fox. Well, actually, we're in for Jason and Mike on a Fox Sports Friday, baby. Yeah, would you forget where we are now? Well, my whole day's thrown off, right? I know, I, I know. Mine is football too, yeah. game today. We had NFL games yesterday. Todd Furman for the Bet the Board podcast. And I was watching you, Todd, because uh, I didn't realize how much you're doing on CBS Sports as well. And uh, for some reason, unlike the CBS Sports app, they weren't playing the game. So I just watched you talk about it yesterday. Um, if, fill us in. Did we, did we get a good Thanksgiving for the books? Did we get a good uh, college football Friday for the books? How'd it go? 
I'm going to go the way of the player, especially late in the day when you have a trio of big favorites in Penn State, Oregon, and of course the Texas game still ongoing as they're looking to try and score north of 60 against Texas Tech and their Big 12 regular season swan song. Doesn't really put the house in a good spot. You look at the NFL games overall, you had favorites to win and cover in three out of the four games between Thanksgiving and the Black Friday game. All four games end up going over the closing total as well, so the thing that helped the books out was getting the Green Bay Packers to beat the Lions outright, but they much would have preferred if it was the Seattle Seahawks winning in the Sunday night game, or the Thursday night game, instead of the uh, underdog winning in the first game of the day. Todd, I'm wondering, with the Cowboy game, what, the 41 million or the 44 million being uh, the most watched regular season game, what does that equate to in money being bet? Does that mean so many people are watching it, so obviously there's a hell of a lot more bets, or not really? good correlation between games that are going to have a lot more eyeballs on them and the kind of money that'll change hands. It's not going to rival Super Bowl handle or anything close to that, but when you look at these games, there's a reason that, you know, Sunday night games and Monday night football games, when they're marquee matchups and some of the biggest brands out there, uh, do substantially better from a betting handle standpoint than a game nestled into the heart uh, of a Sunday schedule. And no matter what people will tell you, the NFL is still king. Everybody else plays second fiddle, even with some of the marquee college football games getting prime time locations and the calendar as well. Ohio State-Michigan will be the most handled game, in my opinion, uh, of the college football weekend and maybe even of the entire season. But it would have done even bigger numbers if it was played in prime time on Saturday night. Um, They love love that noon Eastern spot. So for you, Todd, let's talk about this game for a second because we really haven't yet tonight. How much of an impact last two games? Not much. But Michigan let that game get a little tight last week. How much of an impact for you as a better does it make that Jim Harbaugh's not on the sidelines? It's a combination of factors. I think in a tight game, Harbaugh's absence could be a you know deciding factor late in a contest. But I think the bigger storyline to follow for Michigan is the ankle of J.J. McCarthy. I mean, he had his worst completion percentage of the entire season last week against Maryland. They didn't have any designed runs for a quarterback who can provide that level of mobility that's so difficult to defend. And there's other injuries that Michigan's dealing with along the offensive line. Roman Wilson should be good to go, uh, but he was injured last weekend against Maryland. Was wasn't able to finish that game, and it's part of why you've seen the betting market respond in a game that would have been Michigan minus six a few short weeks ago. We're now sitting in that three-and-a-half range, and I think what's been surprising is the general public wants to back the scarlet and gray here, something that I didn't think we were going to see uh, when Michigan was blowing away everybody that stood in their path up until they started to deal with some of the inevitable aches and pains, nicks and bruises uh, that are a big part of college and, of course, the NFL as well. Todd, with all the hatred in this game, and for, I feel coaches are going to go for it. There'll be trick plays. They'll go for it on fourth down. I even think there'll be a touchdown uh, if it's going to be a blot like the last two minutes just to rub it in somebody's face. All those reasons there. Uh, do you take the over because you know somebody's going to go in, they're going to pile it on or what? I mean, you're talking about two of the best teams in the country from a defensive standpoint, so it'll be up to which offense is better equipped to execute. When you look at Ohio State, they have more difference makers, in my opinion, as far as the offensive skill positions are concerned, and they've shown a lot more balance with Travian Henderson getting healthy with that lower body injury. Uh, but at the same time, you know, what do they ask of Kyle McCord? It's still a young quarterback in a difficult spot. He didn't exactly go out there and light the world on fire in South Bend earlier this year, other than that drive to win the game late. They didn't let him do a whole heck of a lot against Penn State. And if they don't fear that Michigan is going to be able to move the football as effectively as they've done in each of the last two meetings, I'm not sure a track meet ensues. You look at the history between these programs, though, and each of the last nine games have all gone over the total. We haven't seen an over-under set in the mid-40s since 2017. So you're seeing the number reflect where these two teams are defensively. I can't really advocate from a true number standpoint going under, but when you look at the style, pace, and flow that these two teams want to employ, you can understand why it's been an absolute battle in the betting market. Seeing over money at 45, 45 and a half, and every time the number touches 47, you've seen a little bit of under money start to enter as well. Todd, real quick before we move on past college football, uh, is you feel like this is pretty cut and dry, right? As long as uh, the undefeateds take care of business, we're in good shape. Are you a? Do you want to be? You want this to be chaotic? Are you you wanted to see this be crazy with six one loss teams and trying to figure it out, or should we hold off on wanting anything too crazy until next year? 
Well, I think if the teams hold serve and you have four undefeated teams, it's going to be difficult to keep any of those out of the college football playoff. I know there'll be folks out there that are going to advocate for Florida State not being the same team without a healthy Jordan Travis, but if you're able to go into Gainesville, win at night, and win a conference championship with a backup quarterback, I think that speaks more about the Seminoles being a complete team. Now, the the side that's going to have the most difficult championship game will be Washington. I mean, they'll go into Vegas next Friday night against an Oregon team playing their best football of the year as a substantial underdog. You know, figure Washington opens in that five and a half, six, maybe even as much as a seven-point underdog. So with that being the case, they go out there and finish 13-0. Nobody's going to keep them out. But we say it all the time, Chris, and we may see an upset tomorrow. We may see one on championship weekend. I think the committee will be dealt a lifeline. And the bigger question that could come up is if there are two teams playing for one spot and their conference championship winners in a 12-1 and Alabama team and a 12-1 and Texas team, who ends up getting the nod knowing that Texas has the head-to-head victory uh, despite their current form not being on the same level as the Crimson Tide? By the way, Todd, an alternate line, can I take my Wildcats minus 50 or something like that? Is there something that I could take that? I'll give you minus 50. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look for an alternate number, I mean, there are going to be plenty uh, at your disposal. I'm not sure I'd really want to lay 50 uh, in this particular Maybe spot, 75. I, I mean, the bottom line is, Arnie, I know you like to live a little bit dangerously, and when yeah. we look at the Territorial Cup, if memory serves me correctly, we don't have to go back too far to find a game that was rather lopsided. That's in, right. In, in That's one right. manner or another. Uh, so who knows? History could repeat itself in this particular spot. Uh, oh, yeah. But I'm not quite sure Arizona will be putting the 70-7 to thumping uh, on ASU that ASU imparted on you guys back in 2020. Todd, I'm asking a simple question tonight, and nobody is answering it for me except for Arnie and now hopefully you. Did you like the Black Friday game? Was the broadcast what you expected? Was it nice to have an NFL standalone today? Or do we need to have a doubleheader? Do we need to not even worry about it and just play the games on Sunday? What would you make of the Friday game? Uh, I get it from a business standpoint, and I'm not sure it's about the NFL as much as it is Amazon using everything at their disposal to keep people at home um, on Black Friday because, look, Amazon is a retailer at the end of the day, and if you're watching a game on Amazon Prime, you may be more apt to buy a couple of additional items for friends and family members. So I think it's a conscious business decision there. Uh, But candidly, from my standpoint, Black Friday has always been about college football, and it took me about midway through the second quarter to even remember that the Jets-Dolphins game kicked off in the middle of the day. such a unique time. <laughs> Love it. You're the man. Todd, have a great weekend. I hope we get to talk to you again Sunday night. Uh, always a pleasure, gentlemen. We'll see if we can make a little time once we have an idea of who the four college football combatants will be, or I should say I'm jumping the gun a week early. At least a better idea of who controls their own destiny come uh, exactly. next, next week for the championship game. Thanks, Todd. Good, good. I hope you had a good one. It was no frills. I was filling in last night with VJ, so um, you know I was just watching the games. And um, my son is at his girlfriend's house in Indiana, so he doesn't get back till tomorrow. And it was just me and my wife, so it was just really pretty much chill and uh, nothing earth chattering. I made. I told her, look, if you're not going to cook, just make me one thing. Just make me like a whole casserole of stuffing. So that's all I ate was stuffing and, and gravy. I didn't have turkey or anything like that. Really? Yet. Not a turkey guy? No, huh? we'll have one probably on, on uh, Saturday or Sunday when my guest son gets back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Wait yeah. for him. And then you guys are going out of town on him. It's like, Costa home, Rica. Shay, see you later. Bye. Going to Costa Rica. Very excited about that. I, I can't wait. Uh, very swanky resort that we're going for free. Well, it's you're night. high rollers. So. No, no, because my wife got it from her. Uh, she made President's Club at her job, so I get to tag along. So it's it's, it's going to be great. It's it's some swanky resort, and um, we get to go for free, and they give us money for booze too. So that's that's going to be fun. I'm so old now. When I drink, I get like indigestion. So I oh, can't. Oh jeez, look drink at you! Much, so I got a pre tums. I'm just going to get like booze coming out of a pineapple or coconut or something. Oh, there like you that. go. Have that little yeah. fruity drink with a. That's straw what I'm it. talking about. That's, That's what I'm cool. talking about. Uh, we just watched the end of the Texas Texas Tech game. For those of you that stayed with it, both of you Texas fans, fifty-seven yeah. to seven. So Texas finishes eleven and one in the in the regular season. Their only loss was to Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry. Uh, there is a chance, there is a chance that those two teams could play again in the Big 12 championship game, but Oklahoma needs some help, specifically for BYU to beat Oklahoma State tomorrow. And uh, Arnie's unfortunately not getting the help he needs to get Arizona not gonna in happen. the Pac-12 championship yeah. game. 31-7 to as there is, what, just about a minute left in that game, Oregon State 
It wouldn't cover. What? Did, what's the number in this game? Uh, 14, so not going to cover that one. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, no. I was going to say they're driving. wonder if it would be one of those scores that would be significant to No, some. no backdoor cover, no, but they, right. have to, yeah, they need two scores in this one. Sorry, DJ, but hey, you know what? Not a bad year for Oregon State. Fun team no, to no. watch. Let's see if they can keep their coach around or if he's off to Michigan State. All right, when we come back, we're going to hit your tweets. Uh, we are guest-free the rest of the way. So let's start previewing Ohio State, Michigan. Pretty big day tomorrow in college football, and we'll give you our first sneak peek into a busy Sunday as well in the NFL. It's all coming up with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Arnie, I have a quick confession for you. Yes, so I need yes, your help. Yes. So uh, I, I am, I am losing stuff like crazy. I'm getting old, right? Uh oh. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, 48. Got to stretch my back more. Wow, you are old. Told you. So um, after the game today, I realized that I had a loose twenty dollar bill in my pocket. It's like, oh, I don't want to lose that. So whenever I came home, I was 99.9% sure that I put it in a drawer where I like to keep things. Like like the dad, everyone has a dad drawer, right? right Usually right. it's got buttons and, I don't know, like nail clippers and stuff you never use. So I slid this $20 bill in there. I can't find it. But I'm not about to ask my wife because I don't want her to know that I have a $20 bill. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? There's no doubt she as, got it. Yeah, because I that. know. So can I go in there and be like, uh, you, "You guys find anything?" I, I, I don't know what to do here because I know she has my money, Arnie. My my dad like she has to, all of it. My dad used to hide his money stash in one of his suit pockets <laughs> uh, in his in his closet. And one time my mom found it and took the whole damn oh bankroll. And my dad was screaming bloody murder. It was crazy. Now, before you start saying, Plank, it's 20 bucks, what's yeah. the big deal? I mean, bro, come on. If, if I have to sit in on the overnights, that four-pack of Bush Light is like four bucks. <laughs> I need that in case I get the call from uh, Scott on Big Ben Maller or when it comes to filling in for Bernie Fratto. But yeah, so what should I do here? Just continue to... Gladly give her the 20 and just get, uh, play chalk dumb. it up as a loss. Play dumb. And, and if she's like, where'd this come from? I'm like, huh, I don't know. Get right? a new hiding place is what you need. 
dude. If she found that in my hiding place, I'm in big trouble. I'm going to be get one of the Bibles and when, bill. and when the Bible opens up, it's hollow inside. It's, and, <laughs> it's just got all this gas yeah. in it. Well, as we come to you live tonight from the TireRack.com studios, we want to remind you that TireRack.com, they'll help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As Steve DeSager told you yeah. in the top of the hour, a uh, pretty chalky day in the world of college football. Uh, in fact, I think pretty much all the favorites won. Oregon, 31-7 over Oregon State. Sorry, Arnie, that eliminates Arizona from Pac-12 championship conversations. Does it elevate, in your opinion, Bo Nix even higher in the Heisman conversation? I, You know, I, I think it does a little bit in the Heisman conversation, but I'm really wondering what this guy's going to be on the next level. I mean, you talk about a guy that's improved ever since he came over to the pack. It's unbelievable. I didn't think anything of this guy uh, when he was, what, in Auburn, but now it's it's a whole different story. Can you, do you, I would love for you to find out um, if there was any projection on him uh, being drafted back then compared to now and, and what a big difference it would make. And it's like night and day with this guy, you know? Well, I, I find it pretty amazing that the SEC's best quarterback is a Pac-12 cast-off. And maybe for this year, the Pac-12's best quarterback is an SEC cast-off. Right? You got Jaden Daniels that flamed out at Arizona State. And when he yep. transferred to LSU, everyone's like, Jaden Daniels, he's yeah. not going to do anything. He's, he might be the Heisman Trophy winner. Absolutely. Same thing with Bo Nix. So uh, I, I will say, I think Bo Nix, it's more wild to see him doing what he's doing. I mean, Arnie, he was 33 of 40 for 367 yards. Yeah, but yards that's the Oregon offense I keep, I keep I saying care. to myself. You know what I, I mean? I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's seven incompletions and almost 400 yards of total offense but he's not with throwing, three scores. He's not doing that if he was the quarterback in Alabama. Or anything like that. It just happens to be the system. But, I mean, that's the system he plays in. I, it, you know, it doesn't make a difference at this point. So every quarterback that's ever played for Oregon is a system quarterback in your mind, even though it's been like four different coordinators <sighs> since Chip Kelly. No, but it does make you wonder, you know, because they're so high pace too, um, a lot of the times. So they did slow it up against Oregon State today. They're just so high paced. It, 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 like I said, I, I started off by saying I'm curious what this guy's going to do at the next level if he's really that good or if a lot had to do with the system he was Well, in. can I can I ask for a pause? Can I throw a challenge flag? Yeah, sure. Why does it have to be the next level? Why can't you see what he's going to do in the Pac-12 title game or maybe the playoffs? Oh, I expect him to continue playing great. You know, he's that's he's done that all year. That's, that's why they're, what, a five-and-a-half point favorite? Um, over Washington, that surprised me a little bit. I thought it was going to be like two, two and a half, three. Didn't think it was going to be that high. Todd said maybe go up to six or seven. That's insane, you know? Right. Well, and, and let's remember these are projected lines. They haven't necessarily been set yet. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. I'm but but, but, but yeah. I don't see any reason why to think that it wouldn't be that kind of number for the Pac 12 title game. I'm just, I'm, I, I like how. It, do you even know who the offensive coordinator at Oregon is? Uh, off the top of my head, no. Yeah, I mean, I had to look too. I'm not gonna lie, but it's Will Stein. But so does does Kenny Dillingham then, or is Jaden Rashada just automatically going to be amazing tomorrow against Arizona because it's the system that he ran at Oregon too? I mean, I just when you say system quarterback, I feel like that's almost dare I say demeaning to what the guy's been able to do. I look, I I'm not, I'm not trying to demean him because I really think he's been fascinating. Like I said, it's night and day from when he won the when I had played it in Auburn. So I, I certainly give him credit for that. But it certainly is fast paced. He certainly gets the ball a lot more. He certainly had a lot of you know a lot of games where you could just run up numbers with what they do there in Oregon. So, you know, all that does play in the factor here a little bit. So the other college football game that we were watching tonight, well, there were two others, and they were both very ugly. Uh, Texas demolished Texas Tech 57-7. to In fact, it got so bad that they were trolling the commissioner of the Big 12 in the fourth quarter because Brett Yormark had in the preseason talked about uh, Texas Tech's Joey McGuire making sure, hey, I'm going to be at that Texas game, and I expect, I expect to be able to celebrate with you. They got beat by 50. Uh, so that was pretty funny. And then Penn State beat Michigan State 42 to zip tonight. So in our three primetime games 
Uh, the closest spread we had was what, 24 points? <laughs> Penn State wins by 42, and Texas wins by 50. Always take Penn State. Coach Franklin, since the, uh, 2005, has covered the spread more than any other coach in all of uh, college football. I don't know if you know that. Is that real? Yeah, that is true. Uh, even in, like, Michigan-Ohio State games? In all games, in, since in 2005. In all games, James Franklin has covered the spread more than any other coach in college football. Yeah, I thought I had sent you that. I'll wow. try to find it again. Yeah, these there's nobody even close to what this guy does. It's absolutely amazing. So, no wonder they keep him around. Yeah, I was about to say, the alumni love him. That's why, like, look know? at this guy. I mean, yeah, we'll lose Ohio State and Michigan, but we bet against us in those games. Uh, one quick note before we get to the tweets to the show. The win by Texas tonight, there were reportedly, Arnie, like 126 different potential scenarios for the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. But a majority of them involved a Texas loss. Right, So Texas wins tonight, and based on the rules that are out there, if Oklahoma State wins over BYU, they're in. If BYU beats Oklahoma State, Oklahoma's in. That's it. There's What's the spread? Breaker. What's the spread on that? Yeah. Uh, last I checked was 12 and a half. Let me see if Oof. they got a new number. Oh, wow. Uh, I was off. 17 is the number. Oh, wow. 17. Ouch. Good luck on that. So. Yeah, I think I'll be uh I'll I think I'll be a little bit upset like you were uh tonight watching that game tomorrow night. Uh, out of curiosity cuz we're going to spend a lot of time coming up in the final hour on some Ohio State Michigan stuff including conversations about respect, which I find hilarious. And I'm not trying to implode your pick segment, Arnie. Right. But any other college football game outside of Ohio State, Michigan, and your beloved Wildcats and the Sun Devils that's caught your eye for tomorrow? Well, Alabama-Auburn, I mean, that's it's always good to see a rivalry like that. That used to be one of the rivalry in college football. Everybody would be watching that one, but it seems like that's taking a backseat to what's going on with the Ohio State-Michigan game. Is it not or what? Yeah, but... I mean, they, Auburn got beat by New Mexico State. I know, last I know. Week. But that, again. You throw them out. Yeah, You're supposed yeah. to throw them out. Can I, uh, can I interest you in maybe Washington State? Oh, definitely the Apple Cup. Yeah, definitely the Apple Cup. I would love to see an upset there. I don't think it's going to happen, but um, that one's certainly a great rivalry also. I love that one. And Florida State, Florida, I didn't bring up either. Well, see, that's what I was going to ask you about next. The backup quarterback bowl, right? Right. Both teams are having to play their backup quarterback. I, uh, This is funny. I am a big fan of Florida State's backup quarterback. I pronounce his name a different way every single time. So I'm just going to warn you about that right now. But I believe it's Rodemaker. Tade Rodemaker uh, takes over. Arnie, he made his first – get this note that I found this week. Right. Tade Rodemaker will get his first start since 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay, When he started in 2020, Arnie, he became just the fourth freshman true freshman to ever start a game at Florida State. Wow. Isn't that crazy with some of the quarterbacks they've had? Big names, too. I don't know, man. I think that's a complete team. I think it's going to be, even though that's in the swamp, and even though Jordan Travis is out and everyone's looking for a reason to drop him, I think Florida State's a pretty complete team. I think they can still get a win here uh, and force their way into the playoffs with a win in the uh, ACC title game. Yeah, I don't think I. Uh, that was one of my picks for the pick yeah. segment there. But uh, you know, I I would love to see Florida able to keep it close. Don't think it's going to happen. I wonder what happened. I didn't see the beginning of the game last week against Florida State where they got behind thirteen nothing. Trick plays. Is that what it was? Is that what got North them? Alabama r- ran about ten trick plays, and all How of them funny. worked. How all funny. of them worked. <laughs> Um, I would have loved, and you know what? Had it stayed a little bit close, like within a touchdown or two, uh, Florida State, I felt, would have dropped like unbelievably. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, all right. Well, we'll get to more college football coming up in just a bit. It's Arnie and Plank. And By the way, Jason can, and Mike. can I give a, a quick shout out since we're talking about rivalries? I know this is going to kind of take a left hand turn and, and stuff like this, but you understand now. There's not going to be any booing tomorrow, right? Because according to Coach Popovich, you you cannot boo. We're better than that. You understand that, don't you? Right? No booing tomorrow. Well, I'm watching. I'm watching the Spurs right now. Yeah. So I had that game on too. Good job, Popovich is doing with the Spurs. I got to tell you, three and twelve is what. Uh, why would we not be able to boo tomorrow? Who San Antonio got tomorrow? 
No, it's just, you know, with Popovich opening up his mouth about the whole Kawhi Leonard thing and getting on the crowd for booing and, and stuff, you think he'd have better things to worry about, like his team, in the middle of, like, a 10-game losing streak. I, th- I think this guy is so out of line, Chris. It's so disgusting. Here's a guy that belittles the sideline reporter, um, acts like a horse's ass sometimes at the post-game conference, opens up his mouth on, on, on just about every subject other than basketball, but he's going to tell the crowd that don't boo uh, when they pay good money to go to the game. I think it's ridiculous, you know? Well, you are really mad about that because that wasn't even on your uh, Roman. I know, I know, I know. And he didn't even say anything to his buddy Steve Kerr, who I'm very mad at, uh, taking a shot at Scott Foster like that, the referee. That that was out of hand. I'm surprised. Kerr's usually a laid-back guy. He kind of lost his marbles there, you know? You. You don't think there's anything to the uh, accusations by Chris Paul when it comes to that? Oh, yeah, I do. Then why would it be bad for Steve Kerr to say that? Uh, What, about his wife? Okay, so that's probably getting a little bit too careful. Yeah, that's getting... Let me tell you something. Um, if, If a referee said anything about a player's wife, he'd get punched in the face. Probably. <laughs> yes. Yes, they would. Um so I I thought that was out of line. I thought he was going to apologize for that. I know he was trying to be funny, but uh and the whole thing is getting out of hand. Three technical fouls. Um I, I just I, I wonder, you know, he's gotta be you gotta bring Scott Foster in and say, Is there gonna be a problem the rest of the year or or can you ref some of these games? I you can't have this, you know. Wait, okay, so so hold on here. I'm confused. You're first taking a shot at Steve Kerr. But now you're asking Scott Foster if there's a problem. Arnie, well, you're you usually a ref killer, so I, you, I don't. I need to you know. You can't what's act going like that. Though. You can't act like that, Chris. Though you can't. You can't be talking like that to a to an NBA ref. You can disagree and say you're a lousy ref and you're blowing every call and stuff like that. But you've crossed the line when you when you're doing stuff like that. Okay, then what should be the punishment? Oh, I I just assume they're going to fine Kerr, but I haven't heard of anything yet, so maybe they're not going to punish him at all. I thought they would give him a fine. Maybe the NBA looks at it and says, huh, he might be right. Maybe this guy is... I mean, you're the number one ref killer on this whole show. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. On this whole network. Yes. And now all of a sudden, because Steve Kerr makes an offhanded comment, suddenly it's like... Out of hand. Out of hand. It really was. It just feels like we're really getting out of hand when it gets to the referees. It just, I mean, really, there's a lot of vitriol get toward them. It's getting out of hand, you know? It was Cliff Paul who slept with your yes. wife and not yeah. Chris. Leave him out of this. But it was uh, it was like back and forth when they're going at it. It's not... Suppose the guy's going through a divorce. Suppose his wife is sick. You're not supposed to, You're supposed to leave that stuff at the door, right? Okay, so if, if wives are okay, can you talk about kids too? Why not? Oh, God. You do. I mean, you make fun. People make fun of Bronny James and these kids all the time. Oh, I mean, that's not? different. He's an athlete. He's in the he's in the limelight. Oh, now so, you're starting yeah. to back yourself into a corner here. Oh, so no, 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 no. Everything no. is fair game, but you're going to stand up for Scott Foster of all guys here tonight? No, you could rip Scott Foster, but just don't make it personal. And that's what they did. They made it personal. I, I, have, I have no problem with making it personal. Really? Why not? Do your job. You have one freaking job. Do it. You must hear some good stuff on the sideline of either team. I'm not going to say Oklahoma, but either team and the way they talk to the refs down there, right? Well, you got to be careful now because refs are super sensitive. <laughs> I mean, it's the reality. And I don't blame them. I would be too. But I mean, like super sensitive. So I, I just keep. I don't hear anything, Arnie. I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, about. you know. It's yeah. always yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. You got it. Um. Hey, can we? Can I? I gotta. I gotta take from the NFL game today. Is there yeah. anything you you want to do more Popovich bashing? Or no, that's bashing? it. Yeah, I, okay. I think right. I think I've done enough for him. I'm I'm sure he doesn't care what I anyway. So as soon as I saw that the other night, whenever he grabbed the and by the way, can, can you all act like you've watched a little bit of basketball in your lives? Right, just a little bit. I was oh my gosh, I've never seen a coach do anything like this. It's happened a lot. I mean, come on. Yes, Billy yes. Tubbs grabbing a mic and got tossed out of a game when he told fans to quit throwing things regardless of how bad the officiating is. I mean, Was it Sam Weiss that says, this isn't Cleveland or whatever? This isn't Cleveland. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, act like we've paid attention just a little bit. 
Exactly. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, gosh, Arnie's going to be all over that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tell the fans what they can. Don't boo this guy who never played once he got mad here and decided that load management was a thing. Don't you boo him. You were the reason why he loved Popovich, but you t- you came out to the media and said, I don't know why he's playing. Well, you were one of the reasons why he left. Maybe Popovich looks over there and thinks, you know, I put him in here with this big guy, uh, Wimbenyama. You know, it doesn't seem like things are going too well in L.A. Let's get him. Maybe he's trying to pave the road to get him back to San Antonio thank, more than thank, anything else. Thank goodness he's such a great coach. Otherwise, um, that's why he's still around. Right, we, we heard Wamba you. Yama. You don't think Greg Popovich is a good coach with all his rings. We get it. We under, you've, you've, you've brought that point up many times. No, because right he's not had a good team. Isn't it funny when he doesn't have a good team? He's not such a great coach anymore, you know? Okay, well, I want you to find me. I want you to find me a legendary coach that didn't have a good team. And that still won a it? great player. Who? That, and still won the championship? Sure. Find me a great... I'll wait, and, and we can sit here. I can kick my feet up, because uh, we'd be here for a Milwaukee while. Milwaukee wasn't a great team. They had one player. Milwaukee had a three-headed monster, Arnie. And Giannis. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, this is why I don't talk NBA with you. <laughs> All right. It's uh, I got a break. When we come back, I got something from the uh, NFL reaction today involving the Dolphins and the Jets that I want to share. And it's kind of a little bit of a shot at the AFC versus the NFC. We'll dive into it next. The Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 